With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm the magic man now. Yeah, I know. Okay? So get ready for some tricks up these sleeves, all right? This is the Dynasty Warzone, the People's Dynasty Podcast, and here are your hosts, Memphis at DFF Memphis and Jerry at Jerry Sin DFF. Folks, Kyle here. I'm a physical therapist and a fantasy football junkie. I've been doing Dynasty for a year, and I joined the Dynasty Warzone Patreon about six months ago. And never have I felt more comfortable with having Memphis, Jerry, and the guys in the patron chat help me with buys, sells, and navigating free agency and rookie draft. I can't recommend them enough. And so join the Patreon, because if you ain't first, you're last. What's happening, guys? Happy Friday, and welcome to the Dynasty Warzone, the People's Dynasty Podcast. And today's topic, you should know, we talked about it on Wednesday, but in case you forgot, we're going to let you slide. We're going to let you know that today is the two-round Patreon mock draft. Two rounds of tight end premium, super flex goodness with a handful of our Patreons from this past weekend. So what was the genesis of this particular podcast? How'd this idea come about? Well, in the group chat, which you get for being a, a member of the Patreon, these guys were getting ready to, and ladies, were getting ready to fire up the second of the Patreon leagues. And they were looking to get in some practice. And I'm like, you know what? Let, let's do a, a two-round mock. Now, my timing could have been better. They say in life that timing is everything. And, and that's true. Timing is everything. It happened to be over Memorial Day weekend. Only a handful of the Patreons out of the dozens that we have had time to, to jump on. But we made the best of it what we could. We had a really good time. Uh, several guys drafted several teams. But we made it work, and you'll get the gist of it here in just a minute. Just one of the fun things that we do with the Patreon. The, the Patreon's not exactly uh, boring. That's the word I'll use. It's not boring. We're damn sure not boring in the Patreon. This group is having a ton of fun, and I dare say new friendships. I'll go as far as to talk about two guys, a guy named Zach. You've heard him in the uh, testimonial commercial, start the shows. And a guy named Pat. Now, Zach is from Michigan, and Pat is from the land down under. He is an Australian. Well, a while back, Jerry and I were running individual teams in a IDP Superflex startup. And we had an owner fall out. And I asked in the Patreon, I'm like, hey, uh, we're having trouble filling this. Anybody want it? Like, everybody wanted it. And we ended up drawing straws and figuring it out. And Pat and Zach are now co-owners and co-running a big old IDP Superflex tight end premium league. So it's pretty cool. That That's where this came from. And it's fun. It's fun to see if any rookies go in here. And if so, where are they? What kind of talk that creates? And just a good time. We, we all like rookie 
and startup mocks. Mocks are mocks, whether it's rookie, whether it's startup, we like them all. There is no Jerry on this particular show. The night we recorded, Jerry was having a quote-unquote date night. Can I get a hey now? Hey now for Jerry and Mrs. Jerry. They were on a date night, so no Jerry, just me and a, a handful of the Patreons doing some mock draft work. And just a couple other things before we get into the mock. We are working on launching a YouTube. People seem to really be receptive to the idea. So, hey, what the hell? We're already recording the podcast anyway. We already record it via Skype, sometimes Zoom, as well as other platforms online. They're all recordable, so why not record the conversation and put it on YouTube? People enjoy consuming content that way. Uh, I've always been told, give the customer what they want. So look for that by the time the season starts. Also, we have already announced that there will be a Devi War Zone sometime this fall. We fully anticipate football to be going on at both the pro and the college level. And we're going to have a Debbie show now. It's not going to be weekly like the Dynasty Warzone. It'll be monthly. It's going to be Jerry with a couple of a couple of co-hosts, one of which you really know, one of which will be new. But it'll be a way that one Monday a month during the, the college season, it, and, and it will be a great way to keep the Dynasty Warzone listeners in tune, if that's your thing, with what's going on in the college football landscape. Hey, who's coming out in 2021's draft? Who do I need to keep an eye on? That sort of thing. And then as the college season's ending, bowl season's wrapping up, the NFL playoffs are kicking off, and then just like this past year, the night of the Super Bowl, we were recording a rookie mock and a rookie podcast right after. They go hand in hand with Dynasty. We're really excited about that project as well. Speaking of projects, I do have the side hustle uh, known as the Dynasty Happy Hour Contractor. You can find that on the Dynasty Happy Hour feed. Going to be a brand new show. If you're listening to this bonus Dynasty Warzone on Friday, the 29th, there is a new Dynasty Happy Hour Contractor. You can download both. little weekend listening for you. And don't forget we are doing our three-team parlay series. That's where we take three teams, not necessarily from the same division, just three teams, and we break it down from who's new to the roster, who's left, coaching changes, offensive schemes, uh, stock up, stock down, the, the whole gambit of, of team breakdown. Uh, two weeks ago, we had Kyle August from the Fantasy Red Shirts and the Fantasy Football Fellas jump on with us. Last week, and actually this week, two days ago, it was Jerry and I breaking down three teams. If you didn't hear it this past Wednesday, we broke down the Rams, the Broncos, and the Colts. A couple of tandem backfields, you may want to know our thoughts on how they break out. And don't want to forget the last couple of things, five-star reviews and subscriptions. So first of all, a tremendous thank you. Sincerely, thank you to each and every one of you that have taken the time to rate, review, and subscribe to the Dynasty Warzone, especially the new people who have come over from the Dynasty Happy Hour, who have heard the contractor, who are here checking out the Warzone and what it's all about, the success that it has brought to the Dynasty Warzone over the last couple of weeks has been tremendous, and I cannot, on behalf of Jerry and myself, say thank you enough. We are up to 138 total five-star reviews, and man, we're well on our way to 200. That's our goal. By the time the season kicks off, 
we want to be at 200. Uh, I'll figure out a special prize. I don't know what that will be. The last time I did a special prize, I put someone in our listener league and I paid their dues. I don't know what it'll be. It'll be of value and it will be of worth. I'll start tracking names again, but thank you. Thank you to each and every one of you that are supporting the podcast. And the final thing, the Patreon. That is the number one thing. That is the gas that fuels the the ride, if you will. If you're interested, and you're going to hear a lot of that tonight, and you'll continue to hear bits and pieces of the Patreon as we continue to move forward with the Warzone, it's patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. So let's get into this mock draft. It's going to be interesting because people, even though we all share information and we go back and forth daily on players people and these owners they they still have their own beliefs and and i find that incredibly awesome because a lot of times you get into a group like a patreon like a league group chat and over the course of time you find it becomes an echo chamber we all like kyler murray kyler murray kyler murray and and it just becomes like but in, in our group chat we've had a lot of I wouldn't say friction, but I've, I, I would say healthy debate on Kyler Murray. There are several guys at our Patreon that have Kyler as their QB3 in a dynasty startup, and I am not one of them. I have Kyler as my QB4-5. It depends on how I woke up that day, of whether or not I have it as Deshaun Watson as 4 and Kyler as 5, or vice versa. And you might be saying to yourself, well, Memphis, who, who's, number, who's number 3? Well, that's Dak. Dak Prescott, maybe you've heard of him. He doesn't have a long-term contract in Dallas yet, but he damn sure has Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb, Blake Jarwin, Zeke Elliott, and one of the best offensive lines still in the NFL. Oh, and all this guy does is churn out QB1 season. So uh, that's why I have Dak as my one. Uh, There's clearly tiers in the QB land for me. It's Lamar and Mahomes in a tier together then there's that next tier and that tier at one time it was it was a weird tier but now it's a full tier of Dak of Kyler of Deshaun Watson so so there's my top five QBs just as we're having conversation but you'll hear a lot of our thoughts uh, how some guys like taking running backs some guys like taking wide receivers you'll wonder where the first tight end goes as again this is tight end premium it's a really interesting mock draft for uh, a really interesting time. I think a lot of startups are getting going. Uh, I don't know how many could be left coming out of coronavirus lockdown startup season. But with all that being said, I hope you guys enjoy it. This is just a small sliver, a sample, if you will, of what we've got going on in our Patreon. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. I hope you find value and humor and a good time on uh, with this particular pod. And behalf of the guys in the pod and Jerry, remember, here at the Dynasty War Zone, we're just trying to make the world a better place for fantasy football. Enjoy the mock draft with the guys. All right, and here we go. This is the mock draft for the working man, the Patreon, the one that keeps us going. Uh, I'm going to go around the horn, and I'm going to introduce these guys after a quick uh, description of what we're doing. Again, this is a tight end premium Superflex PPR 12-team mock draft. So we had four of our Patreons able to jump on this holiday weekend to record with me on this week's show. We have uh, Manning Team 1 is going to be Matt from uh, the great state of Michigan. Matt, what's up? Hey, how you doing, Memphis? Doing well. 
Good, man. Thanks for taking the time on a, uh, a holiday weekend. And then Team 2 from Northern Minnesota, he said. It is Darren. What's up, Darren? How's it going, Memphis? It's nice to be here, man. Good, man. Thanks for have, thanks for uh, jumping on with me. And then uh, this other guy needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him one anyway. He is uh, Big Kane, also a Minnesota Golden Gopher. What's up, Kane? Hey, how we doing, buddy? Good, man. Thanks for jumping on. And then always, uh, two of my favorite destinations that I have not made it to yet, but one day I will. And that is the great state of Minnesota, but also the beautiful country of Australia. Joining us from Australia, it's Neil. What's up, Neil? Morning, guys. Yeah, it's not a long weekend here. I'm at work, but uh, thankfully I'm working from home, so get a chance to jump in and have a crack. Absolutely. So, I again, I appreciate you guys jumping on. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to moderate and keep track of everything. And these guys are going to draft three individual teams. So there will be Matt Team 1, Darren Team 1, Kane Team 1, and Neil Team 1. Then there will be a Team 2 and a 3. Then they will go back through in your traditional snake style. So, again, this is a startup, not a rookie. We're, we're past the rookie fever now if they want to take a rookie completely up to them but we're going to get this thing cracking as neil said matt you're up with the 101 who are you taking yeah you know after trading with jerry in a, a startup draft that i'm doing i'm going to be taking patrick mahomes at the 101 in that league as well as here all right now in, in a super flex uh patrick mahomes lamar jackson christian mccaffrey barkley the, those are the big four what made you decide to take Patrick Mahomes here? I think it's consistency. Um, you look at a, a standpoint, he's, he's a passing quarterback for the most part. Uh, Lamar Jackson's great. He's going to get you six points per rushing touchdown, but I'm going to take 10 to 15 years of Mahomes here. Yeah, I said on a, a previous episode that if you took Patrick Mahomes today and I told you you could have him for a decade a decade from now, he's still younger than Aaron Rodgers is right now. So to think that you could have this guy as your QB1 in a super flex or any league, even in a one QB league for a decade, there are leagues that won't make it a decade. Now, I hope that's not the case. I love all dynasty leagues to last forever. But you can't go wrong with Patrick Mahomes 101. All right, Darren. Darren, team one on the clock. Who you got, bud? I'm going to go CMC here. Um, just... I mean, Lamar Jackson's a, a great pick at two, but I feel like I can get not the exact same value down the road, but I can get kind of close. And the running backs won't be near as close by the time I get another shot. So I'm going CMC. Well, let me ask you a question. D does the fact that we've only seen one year, and don't get me wrong, it was a hell of a year with – Lamar Jackson there in Baltimore. Is it the fact that it's one year? Does like the one year wonder? Does it creep into the back of your mind at all? Uh, it's more about I mean the Russian. Like how many shots is is he going to take before you know he's crumbling? He's not a big guy. I don't you know. I mean I love the Russian upside he, he brings, but yeah, it also makes me really nervous. <laughs> you know that that's. That's a fair answer. Um, for me, like I said, we recently did the six guys that we're not trading. Uh, wasn't ready to put Lamar in there yet. Now, if he does it two years in a row, I'm sold. I'm in. Wheels up. 
Let's do it. Let's go to Kane for the 103. Kane, what are you thinking there, sir? Yeah, I'm going to take Saquon Barkley. And what what do you got for uh, some rationale behind Saquon over Lamar? I I try to stay with no rationale. I just like players. No, I'm I think I think Saquon Barkley is clearly a tier one running back. And if anything that we've seen over these past couple of years, the uh, top tier running backs clearly are the ones that are really helping you win uh, week in and week out just because of the replacement value at the quarterback position, especially in super flex. So that's why I really want to take the running back here and uh, get that elite production. I can't disagree. I uh, recently completed a startup myself and a lot of guys, the first five or six picks, there were three quarterbacks in the first round. There were four, including Kyler and Dak. And I don't have a problem with those guys being the big four. I actually have Dak as my QB three. But I can't blame you for taking Barkley because I think there's a precipitous drop after you get past Saquon and the QB. Speaking of, Neil, what do you got, buddy? Who are you at the 104? I reckon I'm going to take Zeke just because I, I just finished listening to the pod last night. But I reckon he is going to – he's consistent. They're going to have a big year. It's going to be a lot more focus on the all the different wideouts and weapons that Dak's got, which will open up a bit more for Zeke. So I think he's money, so I'm taking Zeke. Okay, no consideration for Lamar there. Now, I'm not trying to uh, influence the draft. I just really want to make sure because we're trying to not only help uh, sharpen our own process as drafters, but also help those listening uh, with theirs. So, any reason why you didn't choose Lamar? I get why you chose Zeke. I think Jerry and I lined that out pretty well in the players were not trading edition. But was there anything yeah. that made you say, no, I'm not? Uh, not just that, I guess, the way that this draft's going to work out. I reckon I'll still be able to get, uh, similar to what, um, what the theory was with picking McCaffrey, I think there's enough, yeah, Lamar's obviously elite and, and a points god, but I reckon the, I'll be able to to get something at quarterback that uh, I'll be happy with. Hey, I, I can't blame you. There's a lot of people that build their teams around the running back position, even in a super flex. So, Matt, team two. Now, remember, this team does not have Patrick Mahomes. This team is an independent mm -hmm. team. So, Matt, team two. Who would you take at the 105 based on what's you know, the, gone? The team two owner is running up to the he's running up to the podium and he's taking Lamar Jackson because it's it's the best how he fell to the 105, but he's running out there and smashing except on Lamar Jackson. He's the he's in a one quarterback league. Lamar's got to be the the best quarterback available. He's going to get the most points uh, rushing, uh, and he's just effective on the ground. He's he's done it. He's he's proven himself last year on the ground. He's the one B to Mahomes. I'm taking I'm taking Lamar. And I do not hate the Lamar take, and and I will give you a couple of reasons. So I've I've been putting a lot of thought into Lamar, and the more I see this young man working, like it came out on Instagram today that he was out working with Marquise Brown, somewhere in an area with palm trees. I'm going to assume Florida could have been California, I suppose, but this guy is constantly working on his craft. And as much as I, I say, and I've said in the past, that I believe guys like Daniel Jones, guys like Josh Allen can improve, 
I have to be equal and fair and that even though Lamar is a far superior rusher than those two, even though both of those guys are pretty mobile, that if I believe, if my process says those guys can improve, then Lamar can improve too. And one little side note before we get into Darren team too, I, I heard someone say, fairly known on Twitter, we will not out them here, he was like, do I have to see all of these workout videos from all of these NFL players? I mean, let, just two things on that. As a dynasty owner, that's the stuff I want to see. I want to see Hollywood Brown, and I want to see Lamar Jackson working on post patterns. I want to see guys doing those goofy footwork drills. I want to see Jameis Winston swinging a stick like a baseball bat. What I don't want is I don't want to read people arrested with handguns and DUIs and stuff like that. So if having to watch videos of players working out means that they're not getting arrested, two big thumbs up from this guy. So sorry for that little digression. Darren, team two. On the clock, uh, who you got? Uh, see here at the 104. Is it... uh, actually, the six. We're clear to the 106. 106. Okay, yep. Yeah. All right. Um, let's go Michael Thomas. Just the production, the PPR productions, insane. So, yeah, I got to go there. He catches everything. Okay, and this is a PPR. I mean, he was clearly the the wide receiver one. Does the addition of guys like Emmanuel Sanders, uh, not, not, not a ton, I guess. Um, I don't know that Traquan Smith takes a step forward. They brought in the rookie tight end, Adam Troutman. You, you have no fear that guys like Troutman and Sanders are even in the slightest going to dent his 190-plus targets? Not this year, I don't think. Uh, Troutman might. He might come together, you know. Um, I actually took him in a rookie draft, I think in the fourth round, which was nice. Um, but, yeah, I think he's solid production this year for sure if I'm going to win a championship. Hey, if, if you're building to win, if you're building to win, you could uh, have a lot worse players on your roster. All right, back to Kane Team 2. Yeah, so I think this puts me in a bit of a pickle here. So the six, the top six guys are are off the board here. Um, so I guess I'm probably gonna just go ahead and take my quarterback three, um, which is Dak. Or no, let's go to Sean Watson. I think Deshaun Watson is still going to be an elite quarterback, and I don't know how people can. Uh, can argue that he's just a good player and their team sucks outside of him. So he's going to have to put up the points if you expect the Texans to win any games. So even though we're doing a mock draft, is this the kind of area where you guys would start? I'll start with Kane, where you're starting to look to do trade backs in this, in this format. I would have at any of these picks. Yes. I'd be trying to move up. That's personally me though. Who, yeah, who, for the right who, price. who would you be? Obviously, the this is my favorite game show when you were a kid growing up and you were sick from school and you'd stay home and watch mm. The Price is Right. What is The Price is Right there? Uh, the 104. You're trying to move up to the 104 because uh, you're getting one of the four best guys and it's not going to cost the 103, 102, 101. So I'm moving up to the 104 and taking who drops to me. What about in this area? What about the 106? Are you a, are you a move up, move back guy there? I'm going to move yeah, up from the I 106. Move... Go ahead, Neil. I was going to say I'd move back if I could get um, 
something around the, the turn, then I'd, I'd happily go back. Okay. Well, we, we have another Patreon wanting to jump in. We'll, uh, we'll get some insight with, uh, with him once we, once we figure out how to get him in here. Uh, let's see here. That would put Neil, Team 2, on the board. Neil, who you got, Team 2? Yeah, so I think, I, like we just said, I'd be looking to trade back, but and I, I'm honestly not a Dallas homer, but um, and it's not recency bias from the pod either, but um, I, I'll be taking Dak here um, just for the, the same reason. Lots of uh, lots of weapons this year, lots of lots of potential. Um, I like him more than um, Kamara, who would be the other person I'd be uh, considering. Um, but yeah, I'm wondering. I don't think with Kamara, uh, he uh, yeah he he'll have a strong season again. But uh, again, I think there'll be a bit of a run on quarterbacks and i don't want to miss out on that okay this is the point in the super flex draft where i've started to see more and more people take quarterback than any season before it's like the run in super flex on quarterbacks have been amazing it's like people really don't want to go and, and i'm dealing with smart guys here because you know we all talk football together all the time so i don't want to tip anyone's picks but this is where you see people not wanting to take Dalvin Cook or Alvin Kamara or Joe Mixon. It's that they would just like they would rather get the QB to build around and figure out running back and wide receiver later. Dale, what do you think about first round quarterback? I'm happy to pass. You're happy to pass on quarterback in the first round? Yeah, I don't mind the likes of Daniel Jones, um, Sam Donald types later on. Okay. Um, that's typically where I'm at too, but I, I also don't mind, uh, the guys wanting to get, get those premium guys. I, cause I don't think that guys like Dalvin cook or Alvin Kamara are going to be for round one startup assets as maybe, maybe even as soon as a year from now. So I completely understand that. All right, Matt team three, Matt team three on the clock. Yeah, team three, I think you just nailed it on the head there with a the running back uh, situation not holding their value next year. Um, that's why I'm not taking a running back here for team three. Team three sees Kyler Murray on the board. Is that correct? Uh, that is correct. Kyler Murray is and available. He's going to take Kyler Murray because he has one of the best deep balls in the NFL, and he can and scramble. Now, and now team three sucks. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently we had our, our, uh, our first snipe of the mock draft yeah th this is the area the the big five quarterbacks uh the big two running backs i guess three with you added in zeke and then lamar man what a what, what an interesting run we'll, we're going to give the recap here in just a second uh all right darren you were sniped with kyler uh, actually before we, we go to darren I'm gonna give darren a minute to uh review his draft board so is anyone else I guess, concerned about Kyler. Um, Kane, what, what do you think? Is, is this going to be repeatable? I mean, he was a top, de not a Debbie. I guess he was a good Debbie player too. That's your specialty. But he was a top. Well, he was good for one year. He was, well, m most Lincoln Riley quarterbacks are. I, I know that much. Right. Hashtag Baker. But at the, yeah. sa at the same time, uh, I, I, that, that's my concern is that 
is that style of play. Cliff Kingsbury has not been successful even at the college level. Can he sustain an offense? Can he continue to adapt and grow? I mean, he got fired as alma mater for Pete's sake. So are you concerned with Kane and not excuse me, with Kyler Kane? Yes, but I don't think it's it's some of the reasons that you laid out. Um, so the best games that that the Cardinals have had is actually when they run the ball more frequently, which obviously hurts the quarterback. Um, so I would prefer, you know, some of these other guys to Kyler. But if, if you're except if you're taking Kyler and expecting them to still run this four wide receiver, um, always throw it deep down the field stuff, like that's not what their offense is really becoming with Kenny Drake in the backfield. Um, so I guess if if you like Kyler Murray, like take him, but don't continue to expect him to just throw it deep and and run all the time when they found so much more success with Kenny Drake in the backfield. So interesting stat as we get into some of these teams with uh, our Friday three-team parlay series. Uh, when we get into Arizona, we'll break this down, but Arizona ran 31% four wide receiver formations in 2019. To put that in perspective, the next closest team was 8%. So they ran four times as much wide receiver set as the team that ran the second most. Pretty wide open offense. All right, Darren, we filibustered. We gave you some time, my friend. Who were, who was uh, Darren team three taking? Uh, let's, let's go with Nuke Hopkins, and we can just go back to what you just said on four wide receiver sets and stuff if they need to. No concern about the age cliff. Uh, I know there's a lot of ageist in Dynasty that are yeah. concerned about, you know, 28, you know, being that kind of like on the way down. You think he can continue right. to to excel there in the desert? I, I think for at least the next three or, three or four years, and, and I'm always looking in that three-year window. So, you know, I mean, 31, 30, 31, you know, you just – like you said, try to get out one year ahead instead of one year behind. Yeah, and to that point, I'd be more worried about uh, Devontae Adams than I would be about DeAndre Hopkins' age cliff just because of injuries yeah, in the past. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking, too. Well, we'll wait until Mr. Adams is uh, on someone's roster to discuss him. So now on to Kane. Kane, team three. Right right now, uh, Devontae Adams. No concern about the turf toe. No concern about bracketed coverage. No concerns at all. No, because when when he was back in the lineup um, and was no longer injured, Aaron Rodgers just peppered him with targets. And it's not like they added a lot of players at the wide receiver position. So I don't know who he's still going to throw to. So you might as well just still pepper Devontae Adams with targets. And I'm going to eat up that value. So that's that's my plan, at least. And, and he the is touch, a- touchdowns go up this year. They got to go go back up this year, right? Yeah, yeah. I would I would think so. So I might as well take the chance on. Oh, he's for sure a good player. He's a great value, mm-hmm. right. especially at this pick. You're getting a top three wide receiver for the year in the next maybe two to three years. Well, for, for me, if if I was in a position to where I either already owned Devontae Adams or I drafted him here, I would be looking for a one year ownership. I would consider him a, a rental. I would want to. I think. I think to everybody's point, it's going to be a great season for him. He played 12 games last year. He had the turf toe. He averaged seven catches a game last year, roughly, 
and I don't see that going down. So if he plays all 16, I mean, you're talking well over 100 and what, 12, 115 catches. And, and, and he had uh, several 10 plus TD seasons already. I don't see anything changes. And plus, don't forget, it's going to be the uh, Aaron Rodgers version of the FU tour. He is going to want to do everything in his power to get out of Green Bay and show the, the team what uh, they made a mistake taking Jordan Love. But all that not being said, I like the Devontae Adams pick. I would be looking to move him as soon as the season's over. I would want, I think that's your big cash-out window right there. All right, Neil. Neil, team three. Uh, you you have actually have back to back picks, but just make yeah, one pick, and then I, I want to recap the first round. So give me uh, Neil Team Three's first pick. Yeah, uh, Alvin Kamara. Uh, he's top top tier running back to get him with the the last pick in in round one is uh, is is a bit of a steal. Um, yeah, no concerns over his. Obviously, Latavius Murray's still there, but I think same offense with. Um, Sean Payton and Drew Brees. I think he's he's pretty much uh, you know what you're getting. So lock him in at the one twelve. I, I still really like Kamara. I think part of his down performance in 2019 was he was trying to play through a high ankle sprain on the team, trying to get to the playoffs. But for Dale, who has decided to jump out of the chat with us, I was going to give him the recap. But for you, the listener, let's give you guys a recap of what we're calling the working man. Two-round Superflex mock draft. Matt, Team 1, took Patrick Mahomes. Darren, Team 1, took Christian McCaffrey. Kane, Team 1, took Saquon Barkley. Neil, Team 1, took Zeke Elliott. Matt, Team 2, Lamar Jackson. At the 106, Darren, Team 2, took Michael Thomas. At the 107, Kane, Team 2, took Deshaun Watson. At 8, Neil, Team 2, took Dak. At 9, Matt, Team 3, took Kyler Murray. Darren, Team 10, took DeAndre Hopkins. Kane, Team 3, took Mr. Devontae Adams. And then Neil, Team 3, took Alvin Kamara. So, Neil, Team 3, who are you looking to stack Mr. Kamara with? So, it's a, it's a tough one, especially in Superflex when you think about the number of picks have got until it comes back round to me. So there's going to, you'd think there's going to be at least five teams that aren't going to take a QB in this round, but you never know. They might take a second one and really load up the quarterback position in the third round. So just depends what I think is going to be left and whether I'm tossing up between taking one of Cook. Chubb or Russell Wilson. Uh, I think if, if this was me, I'd take Wilson now. So, yeah, I'm going to take Wilson just because uh, I am I'm not a person that would go with a, in a Superflex League of Darnold and, and Daniel Jones. I'd rather have one elite and then maybe Darnold is my Second, I've got a lot of Sam Darnold stock in other leagues, and I'm not comfortable with it. So, yeah, Russell Wilson. It, you know that Russell Wilson's not coming back to you. So if, if that's your building philosophy around quarterbacks in a super flex, I totally respect that. Because, again, Russell Wilson's not going to make it another, what, 23 picks before you come back on the clock. 
So if you want an elite quarterback, this is one of your last shots. So uh, there'll be plenty of wide receivers later, uh, as well as running backs. So I do not hate the pick. Kane, team three, you have Devontae Adams. Who are you going to stack Mr. Adams with? You know, so I'm, I'm clearly with Devontae Adams and wanting to win as soon as possible, knowing that he doesn't have much time left. So we're going to pick the other guy who also doesn't have much time left, and that's Dalvin Cook. Um, Dalvin Cook is clearly a tier one, at least a low tier one, high tier two rece- running back when he's playing all 16 games. Um, it's clear that Minnesota wants to build their entire offense around him and what he does really, really well. So I'm going to take Dalvin Cook and hope that Minnesota signs him to an extension as a fantasy owner, but as a Vikings fan, I hope that doesn't happen. Um, so we'll see what happens on that front, though. I, I will say this for Dalvin Cook. When he plays, he's as good as any running back in the league. And I'm not sure that they sign him. I don't know that they can afford it, but if they really want to, they'll get creative. So I was talking earlier about the crazy numbers with the Arizona Cardinals as it relates to their four wide receiver personnel groupings. So in the NFL, three wide receivers, a.k.a. 11 personnel, is as common as 60%. That's the league average. 60% of the time, a team is in three wide receivers. The Minnesota Vikings, they have the league low in three wide receiver formations at 26%. To say that this team wants to run the ball is an understatement. So if you're going to win now with Devontae Adams, you, you've you paired him with the right guy. Just got to hope uh, Mr. Dalvin Cook can stay healthy. All right, Darren, team three, you've got... Can I can I just talk about that sure. stat that you just brought up, Mem? Um, so if we, if we just look at the injuries that the Vikings had, I think that skews that stat just a little bit, knowing that Chad Beebe gets, breaks his ankle and then Adam Thielen is hurt for, you know, 10 games, whatever, and not really having a decent wide receiver option outside of Stevon Diggs after that. I think that's part of the reason why so many tight ends were used. Um, but we'll see if the Vikings actually use more. I think they do just because they have a little more talent at the wide receiver position. Um, but at least hopefully that clarifies that stat just a bit. It, it it does, and they obviously brought in Justin Jefferson, but if they had intent, and maybe they believe in B.C. Johnson, maybe Ola B.C. Johnson's going to get a little bit more work this year, but they let former uh, dynasty darling Laquan Treadwell go. They didn't really do a lot with the, the, the wide receiver position outside of Justin Jefferson, and they traded Stephon Diggs. So it, it's interesting. Uh, I still think they'll be well below the league, the league average of three wide receiver sets. Uh, yeah, when you have a guy as athletic as Irv Smith Jr., that kind of skews things a bit too. Sure, and, and Irv Smith's the kind of guy that can line up outside. And as one of my favorite guys to listen to, Greg Cosell, said, it's like he, he runs wide receiver routes. So right. it, it's going to be a, an interesting offense. It's going to be interesting to see how teams defend it. All right, Darren, Team 3, you're up. You have Nuke Hopkins. Who are you adding to this team? Um, let's, let's go Joe Mixon. Um, he's still, what, 23 years old. Um, hopefully the Bengals' offensive line is better this year. And Burrow likes to dump the ball off, maybe. Well, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had 55 or 56 receptions this past year. And at some point, I was hoping last year that head coach Zach Taylor was going to mix in more of that L.A. Rams offense that saw Todd Gurley go crazy in the passing game in 2017 and 18. 
Uh, it didn't really happen for Joe Mixon, so that, that's my only knock on him. I don't think he needs a great offensive line. Uh, he, he does fine without it. Don't, don't get me wrong. It wouldn't hurt to, to improve in that area. But, but Joe Mixon is the favorite of a lot of dynasty analysts, including me. I am a fan. All right, Matt, Team 3, you have Kyler. What are you doing with your next pick? Yeah, you know, Kyler, he's a little baby, right? So let's add some more youth to the team. We're going to go Josh Jacobs, get a running back. Now, I took a no, little, little uh, inside baseball for the listener who's like basically just sitting in on one of our Patreon conversations. I took Josh Jacobs a little bit later than this in our first Patreon league, and I'm thrilled. And people don't think he's going to get the receiving work. I, I think just quite the opposite. Uh, I think people that are overly concerned with Lynn Bowden Jr. and Jalen Richard are going to be deeply disappointed. They'll be involved. They'll take a touch here or there. But this is a guy that will be more involved in the passing game. Now, I don't know. He, can ca- he catches the ball really well. He, he, yeah, he, he does. He, he was projected to be a better, uh, more of a pass yeah. catcher th- 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 than a runner coming out, and they haven't used him that way. But I, I think this is the year. So I love the Josh Jacob pick. Uh, Thank you. Neil, team two, you've got Dak. Who are you adding? I was going to add Josh Jacobs, and as a Raiders fan, I was all pumped out and psyched to talk about him, but that's off the table now. So I am going to stick with running back, and I'm going to take Nick Chubb. All right. Any particular reason why you, you have him as your first running back to pair with Dak? Uh, I just think I think the uh, Stefanski showed that he can work with um, like uh, Darwin Cook had a, was was pretty successful under him. Um, the system obviously works. They've got um, I think he was very good last year when the Browns' offense was pretty sketchy, and I think they look like. Second season will, will be better once that groups all together. An extra tight end threat in Austin Hooper, um, bit more, bit more running lanes. Yeah, I'm confident. And, and don't forget a slightly, I don't want to say great, but at least a good blocker in Austin Hooper. So yeah. that won't hurt. This is going to be one of those backfields for a future episode of the Dynasty War Zone that I'm going to entitle Double Trouble. Running backs where both guys can be an asset to your dynasty or your redraft roster. You know, like last year we had Eckler and Melvin Gordon when Melvin finally came back. Barkley, not Barkley, but Chubb and Kareem Hunt when they were cruising down the end. So I, I don't mind this one at all. Kane, Kane team two. You got Deshaun Watson. Who are you taking with your next pick? Harry Kill. Um, you know, he's just a wide receiver that puts up just a ton of points. And that's obviously something I want on my team. Um, already having a good quarterback, throw in Tyree Kale on top of that, and I'm well on my way to clearly winning this league. Now, he was on your buddy Jerry's not tradable list, and I, I can't say that I blame him. He's under contract. He's still young. He is not quite 20. I think he's just turned 26 in that neighborhood, so still very young. And I don't think we've seen the best of this guy. I mean, he had a 1,400-yard season. I One of my personal favorites. Yeah, I think the really interesting thing about just trying to trade 
uh, Tyreek Hill is you're never going to get anywhere near the value back that he's in the league just because of all the off-field issues. Right, and and that skews a lot of people's value of him, which I, I find odd because you could be talking to one owner that's scared to death of Tyreek Hill but has no fear of Zeke. It's a weird right. world. It's a weird world in which we live, but I, I'm a big Tyreek Hill fan. I have lots of shares, and I would gladly take more. All right, Darren, team two. You got Michael Thomas. Who are you uh, pairing Michael Thomas with? Let's go, Carson Wentz. All right, now we're talking. No, no fear of mm. Wentz's injury history. Tell me what you got uh, on Winston. Yeah, there's a there's slight concern there. Um, hopefully, Rager Rager steps up. Miles Sanders don't have anybody else come in and take take passes away from him. And uh, maybe uh, J. Jaw actually steps up this year. You are talking to one of the OG Carson Wentz stands in the world. Huge fan. Uh, I think the world of the guy. Uh, I think I heard Kane or Matt want to jump in there. Anything on Wentz, one of you guys? I actually really just took good. him in a mock today. What, 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 where did you get him, and what, what's your uh, outlook in 2020? Uh, yeah, so in the mock draft in the first round, I had taken Michael Thomas as well. Uh, similar situation, and then I went and took Carson Wentz and, and did for quarterback, so it was very similar to what Darren just did. Um, and why I took Carson Wentz is he's the best, uh, talent at the age. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to take Rogers there because he's 36, 37. Um, and Wentz is young. He's, he's proven himself except for the injuries. That's where it scares me, but I'm willing to take that risk in the second round on a good quarterback like Wentz. You know, he, he played every snap last year until the playoff game where he got cheap shotted by Clowney. I, I, I think the injury thing although is fair, I think it's a little overblown. If it was consistently the same thing, he just seems to have bad luck, like Keenan Allen early in his career. You know, it's a back, it's an ACL, it's a concussion. It's not like it's always a hamstring or, you know, a clavicle or, or whatever it is. So I love Carson Wentz. I don't hate it here. And, and you're, you're building your, your, your foundation there. Great pick. All right, Matt, team two. Lamar Jackson. Right, yep. Let's talk about building the foundation. So we got Lamar Jackson. He's going to get me a lot of rushing touchdowns. Let's go get a wide receiver one. I'm going George Kittle. George Kittle. No, no, that's my man. That's one of my many men as it relates to dynasty fantasy football. I just think he's irreplaceable right now. Mm-hmm. If, if Kelsey was four years younger, this is tight end premium. A great pick this late in the draft. And th- this is about the area where you got him now. I've referenced the the startup that that we did uh, a few weeks ago, and I took him with my basically my first overall pick. I had the 103. I traded back to the 108. I traded back again. Uh, ended up with a lot of picks in the second, third, and fourth round. And Kittle was my my first guy off the board. So um, that's a heck of a start in, in a tight end premium. So uh, oh, yeah, I take him at I take him at the 112. Honestly, I take him over Alvin Kamara in tight end premium. You're getting a, a tight end one for the next four to six years. No, because he's, he's a wide receiver. I, yeah, I take him into the first, early second, tight end premium. I, I think part of the problem is is that depends on what draft sheet you're looking at. You may not have a tight end premium one because if you did, he would probably be been a little bit higher up there. I love the pick. Mm-hmm. You're, you're very sneaky, sir. Neil, Neil, team three. You're on the clock. Excuse me, Neil, team one. You're on the clock with uh, Zeke Elliott. Yeah. Uh... 
I'm going to take Derek Henry. Just uh, I'm not worried about the. I reckon they'll just keep leaning on him and leaning on him and leaning on him. The workload's there. I think uh, coming. I know we're not going to go around the turn again, but I reckon I'll be able to get a quarterback there in the third round. I'm happy with uh, enough wide receiver depth, so I'm going to lock in Derek Henry. That that's interesting. I was not expecting Derrick Henry, but the guy's got what fifteen hundred yard, sixteen touchdown upside. So not not a problem with Mister Henry. All right, Kane. You got Zeke Elliott on Kane team one. Who uh, who's his running mate? Yeah, so I'm taking Joe Burrow. Really, I, I'm fascinated. Yeah. Spill the beans. Uh. Joe Burrow's a, just a really good fit in that offense. The way that he played at LSU really fits in what um, Zach Taylor wants to do with Cincinnati, and I think he's going to excel there. You add in the fact that uh, that he still he's going to have five years on that team no matter what, right? With that fifth-year contract, it's clear that five years is going to happen for him, and I'm of the firm volition that I would still take him at the 101 in Superflex regardless in a super flex rookie draft, regardless of if I have uh, quarterbacks on that team that, that I don't need Burrow for, I still think, I think he's worth more than uh, either the running backs that I would be thinking of taking in Clyde Edwards, Lair, Jonathan Taylor. So I'm going to stick with a quarterback position and I think he's just the best one on the board and has the highest ceiling. I like the talent. I like the I like the offense that I think the head coach wants to run. By the way, this team led the, that led the NFL in three wide receiver formations, which is good news if you've drafted T. Higgins in any of your rookie drafts because that means you're starting three wide receivers and most sets are going to be T. Higgins, A.J. Green, and Tyler Boyd. And Tyler Boyd in the slot with those two guys on the outside should run free. And when I'm choosing – Wide receivers in situations like that, I like to get the cheapest one. And I think people are, will be sleeping on Tyler Boyd, and, and he will be the one to eat. But we would have covered Tyler Boyd later in this draft. Let's get to Darren, team one. You've got Christian McCaffrey. Who are you pairing him with? Oh, let's, let's OBJ still out there. All right. Uh, hopefully he gets off the injuries. And uh, Baker Mayfield takes a step forward, and the new head coach. One thing is I, a little better than uh, Kitchens. I mean, you're a lot better than <laughs> Kitchens. <laughs> Kitchens is there to sabotage the New York Giants. But the one thing I will say about Odell Beckham, we were talking earlier in the the mock about guys working out and guys posting videos. I have not seen anyone with more they might have as many but no one is going as hard in the off season working out like Odell Beckham he is constantly on the weights he's constantly doing plyometrics and other kind of things and I think that's great I think he's coming into the season with a chip on his shoulder he you know didn't play no he played all 16 games which tip of the cap for that allegedly he was hurt and had some off-season surgery and he's right around that magical age 27 28 and I don't know how deep he is into his contract. I didn't think to look prior to hitting the record button. But let's be honest. He's seeing his peers, guys like Michael Thomas, guys like Julio Jones, getting that big 20 million a year money. 
and he's not that far away from it. So uh, OBJ's got a lot to prove and could be a good running mate for Christian McCaffrey. All right, Matt, team one, you've got Patrick Mahomes locked in. What's your uh, your next building block? Man, in this, if this was going into a third round with this wrap around with a snake, I, I see so many talented players on the board still, especially a wide receiver. Um, with Mahomes, though, at pick 12, I would be going Clyde Edwards, Alaire, and then wrapping with Chris Godwin to finish that team up. All right. Well, I'm going to let you uh, finish up talking about those two guys. Start with Edwards, Alaire, and then uh, since you went ahead and threw him out there, let's, let's talk about Chris Godwin. Yeah, so I have uh, Clyde Edwards. I have Mahomes at the 101. Um, I'm getting the I'm getting the passing touchdowns there. I'm gonna go get who he chose to draft and grab Clyde Edwards Alaire. He he's got a little spin move, man. It's nasty. Uh, he's gonna be effective at the goal line. He's gonna get a lot of work, I believe. Um, and then I'm with Chris Godwin. I'm grabbing a young wide receiver. He had over a thousand yards this last year. He he was a, a top wide receiver asset. He's hard to buy. I'll tell you that. Um, especially if you're trying to trade for him. So I'm going to get him here because I'm not going to be able to trade for him. All right. Well, I like Godwin. I recently took Godwin in a startup myself, and I, I paired him with DJ Moore. And later in the draft, I added my man Terry McLaren. So I, I love my wide receiver group there. I, think, I love all those guys too, man. I think Godwin and his route running and just the way that he plays the game, I think he more than anyone on that team, obviously Gronk notwithstanding, will mesh with Tom Brady. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't have anything but a little bit of opinion because the season's still three and a half months away. But I can tell you that that, that feels like – and, you know, Godwin's not afraid to go over the middle. He, he works out of the slot. I do see a lot of 12 personnel. So maybe that forces Godwin to the outside a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Bruce Arians is an honest man. He says that, you know, we're going to get Chris Godwin 100 you know, catches, and last year he had like 90-something. And I think Godwin easily gets 100-plus if he doesn't get hurt and misses the last few games. And that, mm-hmm. that's going to be a championship team. So I'm really excited. But I, I want to thank you guys for jumping on this mock with me. Real quick, before we go around the horn and say some goodbyes, I, I want to uh, wrap up the second round. So Neil Team 3, Russell Wilson. Kane Team 3, Dalvin Cook. Darren Team 3, Joe Mixon. Matt Team 3, Josh Jacobs. Neil Team 2, Nick Chubb, Kane Team 2, Tyreek Hill, Darren Team 2, Carson Wentz, Matt Team 2, George Kittle, Neil Team 1, Derrick Henry, Kane Team 1, Joe Burrow, Darren Team 1, OBJ, and Matt Team 1, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He hit us with a little bonus in Chris Godwin at the 301. So we'll go around the horn. Thank you, guys. Uh, Kane, buddy. Thanks for going jumping on with us, man. Hey, thanks for having me, Memphis. Always good to talk some football with friends. Absolutely. This is a this is just a little snapshot of what we do in the Patreon group chat every day. Darren, thanks for jumping on, buddy. Hey, man. Thanks for having me, Memphis. It was always a great time, man. All right, man. I appreciate it, Matt. Yeah, man. It's been great. Hey, really appreciate it, uh, Neil. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neil in the middle of the work day, working from home, uh, working on this mock draft. Neil, thanks for jumping on with us. No worries, brother. Thanks. All right, man. Well, listen, on behalf of these four guys, that would be Kane, Darren, Matt, Neil, and myself here at the Dynasty War Zone. We are just trying to make the world a better place for fantasy football. We'll see you guys back here next week. Thank you. 
Hey, fellow Warzone listeners. My name is Zach Camps. Uh, I'm not golfing or slinging my hands a monster. I'm usually thinking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. A couple months back, I joined the Patreon just to take my Dynasty passion to the next level. And I'll tell you what, well, let's just say there's writer downers for days in the Patreon. The member, you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show. You also get access to Memphis and Jerry for one-on-one advice, personal dynasty dilemmas. They'll tackle them for you, help you out with it. You just don't get that anywhere else. But I'd say my favorite part about the Depth of Patreon is the uh, the group chat. Tell you what, these guys are some excellent minds, tons of fun. The fire in there is amazing. Great platform to post trade questions, debate rookie values, share insight, interact with some cool people from across the globe. You know, Shout out to those guys in Australia. They're blowing my phone up all the time. You know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up, and you can thank me later in the group chat. Are you looking for a reminder of your fantasy football greatness? Are you looking for something to set your league apart from those dime a dozen jabroni leagues out there? Then head over to trophysmack.com and hook your league up with the best trophies in the game today. And not only will you get the best trophies in the game today, you can get a free championship ring up to a $59.99 value by entering in the promo code DWZRING. You pick out your trophy, which one do you like? You put it in the cart, you add the ring to the cart, you add the promo code DWZRING, makes the ring free, And your league is now a step above the league down the street. So if you're looking for the best, you want to be the best in the game, you want to have the best league in town, go over to trophysmack.com, get that trophy, get that ring, use that code DWZRING, and let's have a big season. Hey, fellow Warzone listeners. My name is Zach Camps. Uh, I'm not golfing or slinging my hands a monster. I'm usually thinking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. A couple months back, I joined the Patreon just to take my Dynasty passion to the next level. And I'll tell you what, well, let's just say there's writer downers for days in the Patreon. The member, you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show. You also get access to Memphis and Jerry for one-on-one advice, personal dynasty dilemmas. They'll tackle them for you, help you out with it. You just don't get that anywhere else. But I'd say my favorite part about the Depth of Patreon is the uh, the group chat. Tell you what, these guys are some excellent minds, tons of fun. The fire in there is amazing. Great platform to post trade questions, debate rookie values, share insight, interact with some cool people from across the globe. You know, Shout out to those guys in Australia. They're blowing my phone up all the time. You know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up, and you can thank me later in the group chat. Are you looking for a reminder of your fantasy football greatness? Are you looking for something to set your league apart from those dime a dozen jabroni leagues out there? Then head over to trophysmack.com and hook your league up with the best trophies in the game today. 
And not only will you get the best trophies in the game today, you can get a free championship ring up to a $59.99 value by entering in the promo code DWZ ring. You pick out your trophy, which one do you like? You put it in the cart, you add the ring to the cart, you add the promo code DWZ ring, makes the ring free, and your league is now a step above the league down the street. So if you're looking for the best, you want to be the best in the game, you want to have the best league in town, go over to trophysmack.com, get that trophy, get that ring, use that code DWZ ring, and let's have a big season.